0: This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to The Fierce and Lovely Podcast. Welcome back to The Fierce and Lovely Podcast, where each week my daughters and I process topics that moms and teens are asking about, helping you foster a more connected relationship and maybe learning
1: about Gen Z along the way.
0: Let's go. Seriously. So last week we listened in on my conversation with Carrie. We talked about kind of the balance of going deep and lightening up. We've been joking and laughing and delaying starting this recording. I feel feel like. We've done a lot of lightening up, and in fact, I'm going to include some of the lesson that you gave me um, at the end of this episode, and that'll be a new thing we do, lessons from Gen Z, from Beth's daughters. Um, so I let's go deep again. Sorry, but I want to talk about this conversation we had in our moms' membership community last month with their daughters, and we were talking about ways we experience Connection is often through how we give and receive comfort, right? And last week we talked about just sometimes we don't have the words and we need to come back later with words. LAU always have words. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about that, but we don't always receive comfort just by talking. So let's, let's explain what we mean by that. What are some of the ways that we can all receive and offer comfort.
1: Physical touch. <laughs> okay. Hugs. Hugs. Yeah. Hands on your back. Yeah. You give really good back rubs. It's like a uh, mix between like not quite scratched, scratch, but like not quite like tickle. you know, it's just like, it's just like soft and gentle and it's good. So like when I'm I don't know, when we're watching Parks and Rec or something and I'm laying on you, (laughs) you get really good back rubs. And I feel like that's just what I need in the moment. Or like when I don't have words for something, a hug is just really great and just being embraced in your mom's arms is what you need in the moment sometimes.
0: That's a great one.
2: So separate from like at any given moment, I think there are specific moments when I just need acceptance and that's like the greatest form of comfort that I could have in that moment. Um, so if I'm coming in tears or if I'm coming with a problem right then, I don't need a solution. I just need like acceptance about what's happening, no judgment about my feelings, like uh, just a appreciation for what I'm feeling. So yeah, I think that's a great form of comfort for me just because I feel a lot and I talk about those feelings a lot. So knowing that my feelings um, are worth something is really important. hmm
0: we talked about um, indulgence being <laughs> being one and one of my favorites. <laughs> it could be unhealthy, right? Like if every time you were feeling sad, I said, "Let's go buy you a new outfit," and that became the way we covered up your hard feelings. Or it's you know,
2: let's go bake a
0: cake. Yeah, it could
2: be a lot of cakes,
0: but <laughs> in moderation. And sometimes white right, chocolate really is the answer. So we talked about that, indulgence being one. What was another one? We talked about like the spiritual um, mm-hmm. answer, which again can sometimes be really good and sometimes actually really unhealthy to always put a, put a Bible verse on top of it or, or some sort of platitude that, well, God's got this. God's got your best in mind. Sometimes that's really the last thing you want to hear because you're mad at God.
2: Yeah. Sometimes it depends on the person. I think sometimes some people are okay just knowing that somebody's in control, um, that God is in control. But other times there are moments when we're just mad. We're just angry. We don't want to know that God knows what he's doing because what he's doing right now is not what we want. (laughs) So sometimes, but having a Bible, Bible verse sometimes is really helpful. I keep a few on my wall just because they can help calm me down. Sometimes those Bible verses in themselves, um, comforting. -hmm. So I guess it depends on the mood
0: and the timing, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe in the moment, that's not what we always need, but a few hours, a few days later to come back at, you know, with some truth to remind ourselves of what is true and Mm -hmm. to remember that is good. So timing is a big part of receiving comfort. How do we learn as mothers and daughters a little bit more about what the other wants and needs.
1: Observation. I don't know, just learning with each other about what we need. Mm-hmm.
2: Asking directly, I think. Um, not, I couldn't ask Sophie about what comfort she wants, but I could definitely ask you, mom. Being able to know what you need for yourself can be really helpful because then the other person can ask you what you need and then it can be very mutual.
0: Mm-hmm. I I keep using the word comfort on purpose because, you know, a lot of times as as parents, we talk about love languages and you guys even know what those are. We've talked a little bit about that. But, you know, my generation, that was a big thing. The five love languages of everything, whether it was for marriage, for parenting, for friendships and a real push to know what those are and then to figure out like that's then what you need. You need acts of service. So I'm going to do that. And when I say comfort, it's, I'd say it intentionally, it's a different word. I think it's a different kind of thing that we offer to achieve greater connection. Um, and that's what we want as mothers and daughters, right? We want deeper connection and, and comfort is that, um, it is a way of drawing close. It is an intentional way of saying, I see you and I'm going to be with you in this. Um, and we, yes, we do that with friends as well. Um, we do that with others. But in this special relationship between mother and daughter, I think that that is so important to figure out. And I think it's important for moms to receive as well. And sometimes I think the problem for me is not what you're offering in terms of comfort. It's I don't know, actually what I need. That's on me. I don't actually know what I need, let alone what I need for my daughters. Um, and that moms, that's a work and a journey that we need to do on our own. Um, but I know that I am working toward getting there because you learn and you grow and mature and it benefits your future relationships. If, if I can help teach you how to comfort me, Sophie, I think about, um, a recent conversation we had with you and a friend who was having a hard time. And you you were distraught because you wanted to comfort her and didn't know how. And as you explained to me the situation and the scene and kind of what unfolded, all I saw and heard was comfort. But you ended up feeling like, did I do it right? Did I offer her what she needed? Was I all that... You know, I could have been in those moments. And do you recall what I said? That no. she <laughs> That really what people probably, we might not know in the moment, would they respond best with something spiritual, kind of a big picture truth statement? Do I just need to go get them a chocolate candy bar right now? Would that make them smile? You know, is it physical touch, right? Like we might not know this specific of what that person most needs, to receive, but everybody needs to feel like you're with me. Mm-hmm. I see you and I'm with you.
1: And I think that's what she needed too. given chocolate would have been nice. I don't know. We just, we sat down on the couch and I think what she needed was me to just be there for her because when I was there with her, it was a limited time and she needed me
0: right then to be present. Mm-hmm. And that word is so key. She needed your presence. Mm -hmm. And even in those moments, if we say, I don't know what to say, or there really aren't words for this situation, but I'm here. I'm here as long as you need me to be here. I think of our aid and your brother who just walked through a traumatic experience with one of his friends that involved a hospital. And what did he say to his friend? Like as he's being wheeled off into surgery, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here till you're not here, right? It's just that withness, that, that presence. Um, I think of one of my friends who, you know, who was walking through something r- really ugly with one of her friends and she went and spent oh, oh, days with her and it involved Fire is all I'll say. It involved some fire. But it was her presence and saying, I am with you. No, no, I'm talking about physical fire and like matches. Oh, okay. <laughs> but oftentimes we get stuck where we're thinking, oh, what is the way that this person most needs me? And how do I do that? I don't know. When we're in those places of feeling stuck to remember my presence is more important than getting it right and and getting the words right and getting my actions, right? How can I just be with that person? And so when I think about coming back to the mother daughter relationship for me, who still sometimes doesn't know, and I don't know what to tell you I need. There you go. There's your answer, just your presence just to be with me. And I assume that that is what you need as well. Thanks for listening to the Fierce and Lovely podcast. You can find more great resources on raising teen girls in 2020 at www.fierceandlovely.org. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, lonely, or stuck, well, every month a community of women is coming together online to become more intentional mothers to teen girls and to develop the connection they deeply long for. We call it the Fierce and Lovely Moms Membership Community, and you can learn all about it at fierceandlovely.org.
1: And now it's time for Silly Songs with Ella and Sophie,
2: the part of the show where you learn a
0: little bit about Gen Z.
2: Um, look it up. I
0: don't know. You don't know what ASMR stands for? It's like Mm -hmm.
2: an actual thing. It's like a scientific
0: thing. Well, where do you hear this kind of thing?
2: Mom, this was a trend like seven months ago.
0: Seven months ago. What is it again? Actually, hear it? no. It was a
2: trend for the do last Olympics. Do it again.
0: It was? What? Do yeah. it again. How do you know that? It's
2: just ASMR. ASMR. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: <laughs> Your generation is weird. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. It's also a... Well, it's not really a trend. It's one profile guy on TikTok who did Gen Z commercials.
2: <sighs> I didn't see
1: that. <laughs> it's just chaotic.